Hello. How's your morning going? Pretty good. Busy good. day. Good old Fridays. Yeah. Do you have a busy week ahead or weekend? I do. I'm picking up some buyers here in a couple hours and we're going to see a ton of stuff and they're hoping to put an offer in today. Nice. Are you looking at, is it down, you're picking up downtown, but where are they looking? Uh, we're going to be looking in the Ballard, Queen Anne, Fremont, Wallingford area. Nice. For single family homes? Townhomes. New construction okay. townhomes. Awesome. Yeah, we've got quite a few that come on and on the last week. It's been pretty crazy in this area, but yeah, we have about seven or eight that'll be great. Nice. Good. Yeah, there's a lot of development with the townhomes, I've noticed. A lot of different types of developers and stuff out there, different products, which is nice, too. Mm -hmm. And some great prices, too. Yeah. Well, thank you, um, Kim, for jumping on. Um, I like these chats just because like, you know, we're always, we stay in our lane so much, you know, just in the field. And so it's always nice to just kind of sit and chat with peers and colleagues about kind of what they're experiencing and seeing in the market. And we do a pretty, a really good job at point three, making sure that we're sharing, uh, of course, all of our experiences and different stories and issues and, you know, um, market insights. But um, I think for you uh, specifically, I guess you have a really good handle on the reload side of things and um how i can't remember this morning i was thinking how how long have you been with point three now i think i'm 13 13 years, years. that's yeah. so crazy yeah and yeah. i mean i just had my 17 year anniversary too so yeah then that sounds about right for me to be about 13 then yeah we're old we're old betties <laughs> 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 um oh the or the ogs is what we should call there it. we go yeah um representing yeah, for sure. And then you've been handling the reload side of the business for what? Ten years. About 10 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Um, and with that, just so everyone who's, you know, obviously chiming in, um, you want to share kind of what exactly that means? Like you handling kind of the reload side? Yeah, absolutely. So essentially when big employers hire new folks to come to the area, a lot of times they get a relocation package to help them move across country or from different countries, wherever they're coming from. So usually part of that package includes real estate agent. Um, so we're here just to basically help them find a new home, um, whether it's a rental or if it's for sale, um, just kind of helps expedite the process for them. So not only are we kind of showing them places to live, but we can educate them about the area, commute times, that sort of thing. And, help them kind of speed up their, their process of getting assimilated in the city and getting to work and kind of getting pretty comfortable. Yeah. It's basically yeah. hand-holding the whole entire process, basically. Yep. 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 Just kind of real estate agent for new people, which I absolutely love because I love Seattle and I love kind of being an ambassador from Seattle and everybody always tells me I'm full of useless facts about the city and, <laughs> and such. And, and I enjoy the city. I, I take advantage of it back in normal times. So I love telling people about the different theaters and restaurants and things to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, you're very much in the know, especially with the restaurant scene and, and music scene and all that sort of thing here in Seattle too. My current favorite badge right now is the Moore Theater in downtown told me I see more shows there than any other Seattle. <laughs> so, of course, when they're open, but uh, but yeah, I wear that badge with honor. Yeah. Moore is probably one of my favorite venues, and I've been a club member there for years. Yep. I think also what people might not know, I, you're a sommelier, right? I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a first-level sommelier, so not super, super fancy, but I have gone through um, the courses and the testing, so... Yeah, I'm a great, I'm a great party trick. I know real estate <laughs> wine and music, so. Yeah, good. <laughs> good stuff. So what, um, what exactly are you seeing from your point of view, I guess, with the relocation side? I guess, let's actually start like in 2020. 
um, you know, 2019, we have a super strong year for, for Relo. Um, and then 2020 rolls around. Let's talk about, I guess, what COVID, how that all transpired. Yeah, I mean, Seattle, of course, we were the first city in the country that, you know, reported cases. So we were a little bit ahead of the times. But, um, but yeah, relocation for sure in the first couple months um, was not so much of an issue. But when COVID started kind of coming around, um, you know, things definitely started slowing down and we kind of had to think outside the box. Um, folks were still um, required to come here up until I would say about May-ish. Because again, just different parts of the country and the world just had different um, standards with COVID at that time. Um, so we just kind of had to adapt and move more into this virtual forum. Um, but then I would say kind of May and June, everybody kind of put things on hold. Um, so yeah, right now we just kind of have a floodgate just kind of waiting to happen in Seattle. Mm -hmm. So I've been collecting folks and kind of introducing the area and our services and answering questions. But, um, but people are anxious to come and are getting ready to do so here. I think in the next couple of months, we're going to see a lot of, a lot of activity. Yep. So it wasn't more so because I know that there was a period of time where everyone was wondering, you know, what's going on with the, co the corporations? Are they going to still hire? And it sounds like everyone is still hiring. It's just basically they postponed their move from that May, June, July. Everything got pushed back. And then the holidays hit, right? So then people, you know, don't tend to want to move around the holidays. And now it's the beginning of the year and everyone's like, okay, we'd have to make plans, I guess, for 2021. So that, that's kind of the mentality that I guess I'm seeing. Yeah, no, I think you're yeah. exactly right. A lot of the companies I do work with um, are tech companies. So a lot of their employees have the advantage to work from home. Mm -hmm. um, so no one really forced them to come to the area quite, quite at that time. And then I agree with you completely. When folks were projecting for 2021, why move to a brand new place where you probably don't know a whole lot of people during the holidays mm -hmm. uh, when you can stay at home. So, so yeah, December and early January were a little quiet for me um, as far as kind of communication. But um, right now, I'm getting probably a good 40 emails a day <laughs> from folks kind of getting ready to make that move, talking about timing, talking about areas, or yep. starting to make that move. I mean, I'm starting to see a fair amount of people starting to come in in February, but, um, but I think May is really going to be kind of kind of crazy. Got it. Okay. And are those people that you're seeing primarily, I know we work with um, so many different companies. Like, I think the last time we did the tally, it was about 80 different you know, companies in the area or whatnot. Um, and that may have shifted this last year, but um, what is the general, I guess, population that you're seeing? Is it, you know, families or single um, individuals? What are you kind of seeing in terms of people who are coming here? Um, I would say all of the above. Um, probably the people who are coming the quickest and the soonest will probably be more of those folks that are uh, single, maybe just getting out of college. Millennial base. Yeah, yep, exactly right. Just because I think the families are just a little bit more strategic. You know, if you're this far in, might, might as well wait to the summer with schools and things yep. of that nature. Yep. Um, but yeah, I would say right now, 90% of the folks that I'm engaging with are kind of more of those, yeah, urban dwellers, condos, apartments, being mm -hmm. kind of around the city cores between yep. Bellevue and Seattle. Yeah, I think that's going to be nice and refreshing because, again, the condos and downtown, I mean, because I'm down here, right, it shut down. And, you know, I think despite or you know, through the protests, through everything that we went through last year and vertical living just was not on everyone's priority. Everyone want, you know, space and kind of pushing out to get their own land and, and space. Um, it, we will see the rental rates kind of slow, slowly tick back up. I think we'll see condo values go back up because again, people still like and thrive on that urban environment. 
um, you know, when we were asking people doing different interviews, just talking with neighbors, um, you know, a lot of them said this last year, like, where else would we go? We want to live in an urban environment. We're not going to Bellevue for that urban environment. We're not surely not going to, you know, any of the other major cities. We love our city here in Seattle. You know, things just kind of need to clean up and, and turn a corner. So, um, you know, I have a lot of hope this year, um, just in terms of, and it also, it means hope, but we're actually seeing it. I mean, just yeah. in terms of the inventory that's being absorbed right now, um, that things will pick back up on the rental side um, and the rental rate will tighten a little bit. Um, and that, that in turn will translate to condo values too. No, absolutely agree. I mean, I already see the prices going up both on, on sales for condos as well mm -hmm. as the apartments. And, and you can see things are moving quicker as well. Yep. You know, just kind of doing the quick browse through the MLS on condos that I had my eye on, you know, a week ago and, oof, you know, one week oof, yeah, a ton are gone. Yeah. I think that, you know, Seattle's a lot to offer as far as an urban center. I mean, a lot of cities are so concrete jungle, but I think Seattle does such a great job of incorporating the parks and the mm -hmm. waterfronts and things of that nature. So um, even though we don't have a whole lot of places to go and a whole lot of things to do right now, uh, I think Seattle, <laughs> yeah, but I think Seattle's been incredibly creative and, yeah. you know, and letting us get out. I'm going to go dine in a bubble on, you know, you know, place I market next week. <laughs> yeah. And bring that up too. I mean, you live in Ballard um, mm -hmm. and I feel like Ballard was one of the most progressive um, neighborhoods to actually like move with, you know, the outdoor dining and to do the bubble, you know, the um, little yurts, I guess Canlis is doing the technical yurts, but um, I just drove through Ballard this last weekend and it was amazing how many like tented the outdoor dining spaces there were and, you know, they were heated and there was partitions and everyone's taking it very seriously. And I don't really think the downtown core um, did not grasp onto that whatsoever. So I think Ballard's a very just unique neighborhood and having that, you know, Market Street, that that whole area there, Ballard Ave. They were really creative with Ballard Ave. They actually rezoned the street to March. So Ballard Ave is no longer a two-way two street. It's a one-way street. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the restaurants and, and even retailers, even shopping, people are putting their, you know, clothing racks and stuff out on the on the sidewalk, but they now can ex go expand into the street. They've gotten that much more square footage to actually create dining yeah. experiences. And like you said, super face safe. You come and you scan, you scan your barcode, you place your order, you pay, you tip, and they bring it to you. And so very little interaction and, and you still get yeah, to go out and good. support your local restaurants. I hope some of that does stick around though, because it kind of does when you have outdoor seating and you have kind of that vibe, um, and Seattle, I think, was is was missing that a little bit before in terms of outdoor seating. So maybe, hopefully, some of that will stick. Um, you know, yeah, it's such a temperate winter. I mean, it's been fifty degrees. Yeah. So I mean, it's, we can definitely do something like that year round. And although once we could kind of get back to normal, I mean, I know I'm going to still be cautious, and it'll feel weird to go back into a crowded area. So you know, like you said, just kind of keeping those things going, I think, will be pretty beneficial for. A, for kind of the core and the personality of Seattle. Keeping yeah. us quirky. Yeah, for sure. Are you um, focusing on any certain areas that you work you work in? Are you um, kind of all over or what, what is your, your bread and butter? You know, gen in general times, I'm kind of all over. Um, I just love helping people and, and helping people find a great place. So I'm not too limited, but since 2020, things have kind of gotten a little bit more hyper-focused, I think. So I've been finding myself living in kind of the Queen Anne, Magnolia, Ballard, Fremont, Wallingford um, kind of area. 
um, for other agents, the 705. <laughs> so yep, 705. Yeah. So yeah, that's for whatever reason, that's kind of where 85% um, of my sales have generated from in 2020. And, and that's nice. where I'm selling right now this so far this year. Yeah. So that's been pretty much my niche. Um, yep. Thanks to COVID, <laughs> yeah. which works out well. I mean, it's close to home and I love these areas and have a lot of passion for them. Yeah, I tend to think people, real estate agents who are in the field, you know, you start when you start your career, you're kind of going, you know, everywhere, right? To kind of learn what, you know, the ins and outs of everything. And then I think as you um, grow your kind of niche market, you kind of get a little closer to home. So same with me, like specializing in set the area 701. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, you venture out for certain clients and referrals and all that sort of thing. But you're just kind of coreness is, is where you live, your home. So mm -hmm. that doesn't surprise me that you're you're centered there. And Ballard's such a cute little neighborhood, too. Yeah. Especially with relocation. It's great that I can really get people up to speed in these areas. I know the best Mexican restaurant and, you know, the secret hiding coffee shop. And mm -hmm. so I can kind of really get some really great tips. So it worked out yeah. really well. Thanks. Um, so you work closely also with all the apartment buildings. Um, so whereas like I'm more on the condo side, right? You're more on the multifamily, the apartment side of things. Mm -hmm. um, are you still seeing that they're giving concessions? And and because I know at some point it was like 12, you sign a 12 month lease and you get three months free and free parking. <laughs> yeah, some of the specials have been insane. I mean, again, we've been doing this a long time and I don't think yeah. I've ever seen specials like this before. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just some of the deals are crazy out there. It makes everybody just want to move. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, their specials are still there for sure. Um, I, they're definitely lightening up um, mm -hmm. and they're putting restrictions on them. Whereas before they were a little bit, you know, back in November, December, a little bit more um, open to your move in date and still applying that special regardless of what that is. And now yeah. it seems like kind of people are putting a stop on those specials. So mm -hmm. move in by, you know, February 1st, what have you, because I think the apartment buildings are also um, seeing the pipeline kind of getting jammed up. Cause yep. again, I, I feel like it's going to be kind of just all of a sudden in the next couple of months, the gates are going to be open and we're mm -hmm. all going to be running around like crazy. Yeah. So I think the apartments see it coming. So although they're still there, there's definitely expiration dates on them. Got it. Um, I'm wondering when you're in these new apartment buildings too, because again, I look at inventory more so from a condo perspective um, and just speaking to kind of these different offerings with amenities in the building, are you seeing anything that is kind of out of the ordinary that you're seeing in kind of newer construction buildings that we haven't necessarily seen in, in condos at all? Yeah, I mean, I think the apartment buildings really do focus a lot on the amenities just to kind of stand out from one another. There's so yep. much on, you know, to choose from. Um, you know, obviously right now amenities aren't very hot because you know, you're not allowed to use them, but um, the people are definitely stepping up their gyms, you know, back in the day, the gyms would always kind of be the afterthought on the bottom floor. Mm -hmm. And now buildings are taking their top floor, what you would think would be their penthouse units and have the full view and lots of air and sunshine. Um, obviously rooftop decks have been the thing for the last couple of years, which everybody enjoys kind of spicing the rooftop decks up have been pretty, pretty fun. So people are adding like pizza ovens and yeah you know, and, and kind of uh, uh, like swings and all sorts of fun stuff. Um, we've seen buildings with uh, wood making shops now that you can, oh. if you want to craft, you know, you don't have to, with, it's wood, uh, it could be down to wood making to painting, whatever you want, so you don't have to be in your apartment. Um, mm -hmm. Recording studios, believe it or not, there's a handful of folks that uh, are putting in like podcast studios or recording studios or you just have a bad day and you just want to go scream your head off. You can do so <laughs> in a soundproof booth. It's, um, bo it's booked out completely solid <laughs> for the next three months. Exactly. 
exactly. That's funny. <laughs> and yeah, oh. they'll put like drum kits in there and pianos and such so you can get creative. Um, there's bowling alleys. One apartment building has like a beer making room. Wow. Some have speakeasies. So you open up a bookcase and you open up and you have like a cool little bar area. Cool. Um, what are, yeah. so what are, I guess out of all these amenities you're speaking of, uh, what are, I guess, the most uh, evolved building that you see out there in the market, maybe downtown or even in Ballard or even Bellevue, I guess? Yeah, I mean, I definitely I definitely have a lot of favorites. Um, I, I kind of have a tendency for on the rental side to be more in that downtown core, mm -hmm. um, South Lake Union, downtown Belltown. Um, probably some of my favorites will be um, West Edge and Tower 12, um, Sirius and Stratus. Those are high rises. Um, West Edge and Tower 12 are down on 2nd Avenue, kind of around Pike Place Market. Um, so being down on 2nd, you just get glorious views, especially in a high rise. Um, so if somebody's very view oriented, those are definitely, definitely places to go. Um, the Denny Triangle certainly has a really nice kind of upscale inventory. So having the air conditioning and, and just kind of a, a luxe finish level. Um, so Cirrus and, and Stratus are usually kind of my aces in the hole there too, um, because they have great amenities, great staff, um, you know, takes really good care of their, their residents. They, they give you completely different vibes downtown. I mean, even though they're what, five blocks away from yeah. each other. Yep. I mean, it does, it feels completely different from being in that area versus, you know, being down kind of by Pike Place Market versus Denny Triangle. So, hmm. um, so that's great to kind of have that variety. And then yep. another little secret hiding building a lot of people don't consider is Ascent in South Lake Union. And it's hmm. the, um, one of the only two high rises in South Lake Union. And it's pretty close to the lake. It's about four blocks or so away from Lake Union. So again, great views, but their rooftop deck because of their placement is a complete 360. They even have a hot tub up there that you can just hang, hang up there in the hot tub. But you can see from the Puget Sound through Capitol Hill, down Lake Union. Um, so it's just kind of a unique location. And with the building ordinance in Lake Union, of course, because of the International Airport, um, there's just not a whole lot of high rises in that area. Yeah. Nice. And so Anna, I think you've listed a couple penthouses, right? In um, West Edge, for sure. Yeah, West um, Edge. I used to, I don't post for them any longer i used to post for them but um tower 12 stratus cirrus um metropolitan tower panorama the danforth up in um capitol hill first hill and then over in bellevue um we work with the great buildings over there blue and lux which are these really cool buildings they're mid-rises but they're um just kind of on the corner of the neighborhood which is really great because you get that high walk score but yet yep. you have that little residential area to kind of have the best of both worlds um, and then uh, the Bravern also is just kind of an iconic building in yeah. downtown Bellevue. It's been there for a while, um, but it's definitely a classic. So I have I have their penthouses, those three building penthouses online as well. So if you need a three bedroom that's 2,000 square feet and two stories, you can still do it in apartment living. Yeah. What is the price point on one of those you have at the Bravern? Uh, the Bravern's at 20,000 mm -hmm. right now. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but one of, we've leased a couple of the West Edge ones that you did have. Um, or actually, what are the one, most recently one of the penthouses that you've leased? Uh, we probably, I would say Tower 12. Um, okay. Yeah, Tower 12 in the Martin, which yep. is also in downtown. I didn't forget to mention that before. That's also one of my favorites. That's just on 5th. So that's like a nice in-between Pike Place Market and Denny Triangle. I guess you kind of the best of both worlds. Yep. But they originally were built to be condos. 
Um, and then uh, they were uh, Vulcan property, Paul Allen Company. Um, so they they switched to apartments kind of towards the end. So they just live big. Like their one bedrooms are eight, 900 square feet, which mm -hmm. right now during COVID is great. So a lot of my clients have been loving that building because the square footage is great. And even though it's a high rise, there's only like six to eight units on a floor. So you yeah. don't feel like you're in this mammoth community with thousands of people. It's still pretty personable. Yeah. And they have right go ahead. It has a very boutique -y feel to it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they built it with like Cinerama movie mm -hmm. kind of concept to it. So it's got like, you know, cool reds, which of course I like. Yeah, um. <laughs> me too, obviously. <laughs> yeah, so they, yeah, they just have like really kind of cool luxe finishes. And again, it just lives large, air conditioning, gas cooking, which is not really common in apartment buildings. Yep. Um, so I would say, yeah, Martin and, and Tower 12 are probably my, my biggest um, penthouses view and size. And what are the prices of those? Uh, well, right now I, I don't have any of them on the market for Martin or Tower 12, but Tower 12's um, two bedrooms start around 4,000 and then get up to six or 8,000 depending on how big and how the view is. Yep. Um, and then in Martin, a lot of the one bedroom dens are just great deals. They've been going for like 2,400 um, and you know, and they can go up from there just depending on on the view, but um, again, getting like 900 square feet, which was the same size if not bigger than a two bedroom in Seattle. Yeah, no, seriously. And it's, but I don't know if you've seen the um, square footage of the newer condo, condo buildings that are opening up. So a lot of them have, you know, the urban uh, one bedrooms or even their studios, you know, you're really talking new square footages are 400 to 500 square feet. I mean, even your uh, urban one bedrooms could be 500 to 600 yeah. square feet. So yeah, they're, they're making them smaller for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is nice to have those buildings that have the larger, larger footprint. Yeah, especially right now when we're all sitting at home and you have to have your office and your gym and everything yeah. in one place. So, so having those big square footages have definitely saved a lot of people. Yeah, that's great. Cool. Well, what, um, I guess moving into this year, cause you do have, I mean, just like myself, we have our hands in multiple kind of buckets, right? So you handle the reload side with that. You're doing your own, taking on your own clients, doing your own kind of tours rental wise. You have your sales clients. And then of course you're helping all these apartment buildings with, you know, driving traffic and representing their penthouses and stuff. So, um, do you going into this year with sound street, which is kind of your, um, your brand that you're rolling out. Um, what are some fun things or things you're focusing on this, this coming year? Yeah. I mean, with sound street, uh, being on my sales side, we're definitely trying to take advantage of our relationships with the apartment buildings. Uh, you know, with the interest rates being so great right now, a lot of renters are thinking about purchasing. Um, so being available for those folks, um, you know, and being a great referral source for the apartment buildings is certainly something that, um, we're focusing on and building that relationship. Um, we've been trying to launch a podcast for a couple of months and have all of our components and ready to go. But, um, but to do so, there's four of us on the team and our producer and a potential interview. Um, Some so COVID. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're <laughs> abiding by all the COVID rules as yeah. a show, so we're not putting that many people together. Um, okay. We could consider doing it online, but the fact that we haven't, or doing Zoom rather, but the fact that we yeah. haven't done an official launch, we, we like the energy together and kind of, the bouncing off of. So we're excited when when it's safe to gather safely together um, to launch our official podcast, because like I said, we have all of our pieces together. We just yeah. actually need to spend some time together yeah. uh, and then just keeping up the newsletter and, uh, you know, and just kind of the marketing resources. We try to have a fun newsletter so it's not just straight market details, but again, mm -hmm. kind of tapping into the fact that a, 
we do love mu music and entertainment and kind of know some of the fun things that are going around town. So we can kind of share that with people so they can get out and see some faces and get a little fresh air and still be safe. Yep, that's nice. I mean, I feel like you're, um, your niche to the clients that you serve really is the fact that you're so you're localized and you kind of have the pulse on what is going on in, in like I said music and and the restaurant industry and wine and and everything else that comes on with that so i think that that's that's great all the things that are important in life yep all the things <laughs> that are important that's cute anything else you want to touch on today no i mean i'm just really excited for 2021 to be here i'm excited for getting it going and everybody being safe. I mean, our numbers in Washington have been looking pretty good. So I'm mm -hmm. feeling optimistic and hopeful and with the vaccine. And, and I find that most people in our area um, are very respectful of each other. Yeah. I think we're going to get there sooner than later. And I'm looking forward to having all these new folks come into our city. And like you said, getting that energy back, just kind of getting that Seattle energy back that when you're walking downtown and people are buzzing and having a great time. And yeah, Getting back to kind of what we're what we were before, um, I I do feel like we were going to take some good things out of this and apply it moving forward. So I don't think everything was a loss. And whenever someone says can't wait to go back to normal, I always think I don't really want to go back to normal. I want to go back to some that I truly feel like we're going to go back to something that's better than normal, right? Um, so I I am excited too, and it feels just like the last couple of weeks have just felt great, you know, with a lot of different things, you know, celebrations of obviously the turning of the, um, yeah, the turning of the guard. <laughs> new administration. Yeah, new administration new and, and new life. And, yeah. yep. and I think we'll hopefully get this, you know, council and, and everything politically Seattle's, um, you know, we need to kind of work on that this year too. But um, yeah, we're always working on something. Well, and I mean, I hope, like you were saying, one thing, you know, we got to always get a silver lining out of these things. Yep. And hopefully that means people are paying attention a little bit more, or maybe reading a little bit more. And I know mm -hmm. for me, I always have high aspirations of attending my local council meetings and life happens. But now that they're on Zoom and they're so online, I mean, why not? Why not Zoom in and see what's going on in your neighborhood and, and kind of be active? Yep. If anything, I think also COVID made us a little bit more efficient, right? We are doing these Zooms. We're checking in with each other, like even on this platform. Um, I ramped that up this last year and it just felt great to be able to do something with someone and not being in the same room. And you're not, I mean, it's not effortless, but it is more convenient um, than in years past. And so that's definitely a takeaway that I think we'll, we'll um, hold on to after all this as well. So I agree. Yeah, good. Well, I'll let you get on your way. Good luck with your uh, clients today. I hope they find the home of their dream. And um, I guess maybe, maybe, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll chat with each other again here in a couple of weeks and just kind of check in on what you're seeing specifically on, on um, the reload side. And if you have any topics that you want to, you know, chat about, we could certainly come together and just kind of keep this going. Awesome. I'd love that. Thank you. Cool. All right, Kim, you have a great day. You too. Have a great weekend, everybody. Right. Bye. Bye.